go and top that. Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. that hey yo what's going on guys welcome back to another episode of top that my name is derek i'm always here with my sister sabrina hello and my roommate nate hello how you guys doing today doing very well we've had a nice la- i feel like anytime we're down here we're having lazy days yeah, I thought it was Sunday for most of today. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of lazy days, our and it's Instagram, actually Tuesday. <laughs> speaking of lazy days, our Instagram is top that dude. How do you spell it? T o p t h a t d u d e. Should they follow us there? You should follow us there for additional content. You should like and subscribe. Where can they like and subscribe? On I- Apple Podcasts, they probably. They can do that too. Right. If you're you over the age of sixty-five, you can find us on Facebook. But we we're we're into the the follows the subscriptions, the ratings. Yeah, we're into it all. Give us five stars. Give us five. Come on, Come on. we'll get you to there. Good. Well, right. we'll be. I'll good. even we'll take a four. Play. I'll trade five for five. I'll trade for Whatever five. you got, I'll rate yeah, you five. Well, yeah. Come on. You know. How are you doing today, Derek? Doing good. Just want to give a little wink to our uh, sponsor in Astoria, the Naked Lemon Bakery. Hey, Alicia. How you doing? Hope you're making us a good cake right now. Smack runes on the side. I'll take another doodle. Oh, oh, those doodles the doodle. cookies were flame. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got a chocolate chip oatmeal cookie in your uh, repertoire? In the arsenal? I'll take one of those. Or like a sugar cookie. I've been trying. Maybe. The, excuse me, I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. I've been trying to make that icing that gets like crunchy, you know, like it gets the crunchy chop, like on a sugar cookie. Jesus. On a sugar cookie? A sugar cookie. Sugar cookie. Yes. That's a uh, registered trademark. That's a special cookie (laughs) that I'm going in the vault. Yeah. That's intellectual property right there. But for real, I've been trying to make that frosting that gets like crunchy, like hard on it. Not, I can make the royal frosting. Yeah. I can make sugar cookie frosting that's soft and it's good. Right, but you want that crunchy. I want the crunch, want and I don't know how. Want that chunky. Maybe Alicia can hook you up with that. Maybe she could. Maybe she can develop a nice little top that cookie for us with that royal frosting. Oh, I've heard you're I've heard you're supposed to use uh, egg whites. Hmm. But I heard you could substitute meringue powder. I know nothing in the realm of. Royal frosting. No, I know. I'm just right. saying. I'm yeah. I use meringue powder. Yeah. So maybe that's my issue. Yeah. Maybe go to the maybe go to the egg whites. See what happens. Yeah. My mom always freaks out though because salmonella. Oh. Eggs. Salamanders. Salad. Yeah, but I mean, you could catch we've, salamander. We've been, we've been eating raw cookie dough for decades. Oh yeah. Nobody's caught in salamander. Uh, yeah, I'm there. not saying I'm scared. Right. Has anyone gotten salmonella from raw cookie dough? If you have, chime in. Right. Or salamanders. 
or yeah, salmonella or salamanders, either one. Anyways, yeah. Hope your Tuesday was good. Yeah, if you could teach me how to make that though. Yeah, we'll we'll get the cookies lined up. Can we do like a naked lemon top that little tutorial sometime? Ooh, Ooh. that would be fun. Maybe we could post a naked lemon top that recipe. Yeah, but we could like go out there and she could teach us. Right. That would be awesome. Yeah. Her place is cool. It's all yeah. waterfront in Astoria. Alicia, let us know what you think about that. We're just spitballing ideas here. Spitballs. Yeah. Did you <laughs> did you shoot a lot of spitballs in your day? Hell yeah. Did you, Derry? Uh, I wasn't a spitball. I wasn't a spitball kid. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Well, don't look at me like that. From across the room, you have battles with your friends. Wow. Me. If you're going to catch salmonella, you're going to catch it like that. Me and Drew. That's how you get mono. Me and Drew used to like lightly slam kids into lockers, not like angrily, but like throw them up against the wall and then smell them like up in their neck just to scare the shit out of them. You guys were terrorists. No, hold on. Mine was not. Drew, Drew would like shake at the end of a smell like. Oh, God. Like that. And the kid would be so scared. See, that's. You freaked out on. That's weird. That's mine was. Yeah, now I'm saying he's a terrorist. Yours is normal kid shit. Spitballs is whatever. I oh, just I never you were got into it. Both of us terrorists. No, no, no. Derek Him and Drew. Drew were yeah. terrorists. No, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Al Qaeda. Yeah. He would do that. I'd be behind Drew while he was doing it with a clipboard, like just checking out. I'm like, good, okay, we got an 8:30. We got an 8:30 down. <laughs> down else? near the locker rooms, Drew. We gotta go. We this got P. We got segue. P in 30. <laughs> it's gonna be a little segue, but what what kid shit did you guys do in school? <sighs> like bad kid shit, or just? I mean, more like mean? the like spitballs. Mischief, that's what I mean, like mischief stuff. Yeah, we were a big like ding dong ditch crowd. Okay, mm. big time. That's like we the the. I grew up with I'm a talking about hooligans. in school. Yeah, Uh-oh. me and my friend Susie put a condom on a math teacher's doorknob in the middle of class. And waited for the bell to ring for everybody to come out and see it. Huh. We thought it was really funny. <laughs> we figured out that you could shoot stables uh, with mechanical pencils if you did it the right way. Oh. Shoot them pretty good. We used to do it with rubber bands, too. We'd shoot each other, each other with staples from across the room. Nice. We also used to... Uh, <laughs> the ceilings... We're kind of like bubbly ceilings, uh-huh. so you could throw, throw your pencil there. and stick. And yeah, get yeah. it to stick. Yeah, I didn't do a lot of that stuff. Like I wasn't into losers. I know I was a loser, but I feel like that maybe that's a boy thing because I feel sexist. I feel like it. Well, all the boys were terrorizing us in grade school. Also sexist. Yeah. Well, did you get your bra strap popped constantly? All the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it was only girls that Your did it. Your training bra? <laughs> yeah. Get My sports bra. Yeah. I played sports. Nobody wants to snap the sports bra. That's for support. Any hoodles. Shoot some staples at you right now. Oh, my God. Whatever. <sighs> Should so we get into the list? So, yeah, like and subscribe on the Instagram on Apple on podcasts. Apple as well. That's where we want the action now. Yeah. Speaking of subscribing. Ooh. Good segue. Don't look at him and say good segue. I started it off. Oh, uh, whatever. I don't need this. What's our list this week? 
We're going to talk about top five things that you are subscribed to personally. I'm not talking about, oh, you have a subscription to your gym down the street. Like things like... I'm subscribed to LA Fitness. Yeah. And I go none times a year. Yeah. <laughs> Great I'm, example. They're a band or an actor, actress, that no matter what they're in, it comes out. You don't even have to think twice about it. You right. know you're going to watch you or an, listen you are a die or buy. Adidas fan, you right. subscribe to Adidas. You're like, don't care what they make. That's I, if it's Adidas, I'm rocking it. I in, or go ahead. Or I was gonna say also on that one, you're like Adidas over Nike. You're not wearing Nike. You will mm. never wear Nike. You're right. All Adidas. Well, and that's what I was just about to touch on is that first, you know, due to family style choices. We've always been a Nike family. I've never once bought anything of Adidas. Adidas is dope. Adidas has got a lot of dope shit, but I just have never, like, I've never, anytime I've ever looked at anything Adidas, I'm just like, there's something inside of me that's just like, can't do it. I can't, I'm just gonna, I, I'm gonna stay with Nike. Adidas the- has cool guy stuff, but every time I've gone to the employee store, I'm always jealous of the stuff the girls got really yeah yeah i mean i'm i feel like i'm stepping out of that in my older age but i still i love nike but that's that's a very good example of i've been subscribed to nike forever and if i'm looking for athletic shoes definitely gonna go to nike if i'm looking for athletic gear definitely gonna go to nike i'm not gonna go shop around it Adidas or, you know, Fila or the Champion Store or New Balance. Right. Subscribe to Nike. Right. And that's just one example. And so it could be anything. It could be uh, brands, music, If movies. you subscribe to the color red. Did right. you say France? No. Oh. I thought you said <laughs> it could be anything. You know, it could be spitballing. France. It could be black leather gloves. Isotoners. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is a cool, uh, list. I'll start us off, because I like this list. Okay. Let me close Tinder. Subscribe. I can do it. Uh, Uh, my number five thing I subscribe to is the brand of Steve Carell. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. fucking interesting, man. Anything that he does, if it. If I mean, he's going to do it. If it's another. Show him the gun. I thought that's where he brought the spray bottle in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, you know, we it's Tapio. Yeah. It's yeah, I mean, he's they know. There's exactly. A that's why I'm, I'm a letting, letting him know. We got a studio. We got a studio cat. cat. Look at him. He's He's curving another bottle out. Ready to throw it on the ground. And Nate's got a spray bottle now. Oh, no. Now Nate's bad, Dad. He okay, wants it. He likes going. it. Look at him. He yeah. just looked at you. No, he thinks it's a game. Right. And he only notices it. Like, he only is disturbed by it if he saw that I shot him. He wasn't <laughs> looking. So he just got hit with water. So he's more just like, what? <laughs> did you do that? Yeah, I did it. All right, Steve Carell. Is it Carell or Carol? I say Carell. I say Carell as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with Carell. All right. Steve Carell. Um, I like it better than Carol for some reason. 
Yeah, it's too much of a, that's too much of like it's a normal up. name. Yeah, Steve Carell. Yeah, if any movie that he's coming and he's like segueing from comedy to like a serious actor. So anything he is like has his name attached to, I'm 100 percent in, I'm almost blind, and it's usually good shit that I'm into. Did you guys ever see Foxcatcher? I haven't, yes. and I want to because that looked great. It was so weird in a good way. Yeah, he played such a weird role. I think he was nominated for the Oscar. Uncomfortable role. Close range shot on the cat. <laughs> He's dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight. He likes to be a part of it. No. No, kitty. Cannot have my wine. Can't have my ween. Um, yeah, he's only two. <laughs> I'm curious to know if The Office is the most watched uh, TV show on Netflix of all time. I think Gotta it's be. close. It I think that in Friends is up there. Bull Dick. Bull Dick Friends is close. You think? It's no. not? A lot no, of girls I, I know. I, th- I would definitely expect that The Office is way up there. I would. If not top. I was joking. Okay. Because I feel like Friends is one of those. I just don't like Friends. It, I feel like it's one of those pop, really popular shows. Like Steve, it is. Ba- back to Steve Car- Carell, it's, he is like you inject him into anything, and it's like, oh, it's fucking five times better. Like Anchorman still would have worked without him, but you add him, and it's like, oh, I love him. I love Brick. You know, I love Lamp. It's that role. I was not. I felt like I was not impressed by that role for him. I felt like. It's funny, but I felt like they could have given him something better. But everybody loves that role. That's just my opinion. You just disappeared up your own asshole. What? <laughs> All the way up there. You're so far up your asses. Uh, what's the What's the movie where he's like super suave and cool with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone? Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, that's a great movie. I yeah. love that yeah. movie because in the beginning he's terrible. He's like. One of my favorite gifts is from that movie, Ryan Gosling, when he looks at his shoes. Yeah, he's he's appalled. Yeah, and when a step back, when he goes, "Do you have a wallet? Give me your wallet," and it's a Velcro wallet. Or just, maybe that's when he does it. He throws it. <laughs> hey, it was a gift. Or something. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, no, he's great in that movie. And Ryan he, Gosling's great in that yeah. movie. So God. Emma Stone's good in that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ryan Gosling is yeah. great in that movie. Um, he's fantastic. What's what's the what are they talking about when he's like, "What's your go-to line?" and he's like, "I can do the lift from Dirty Dancing." Mm-hmm. What's your move? Yeah, I did that outside your live podcast with Rachel. Nice. Yeah, to to one of the girls I met. That Good night. job. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we did. Um, it, it was caught on video too. No, Steve Carell is great. He plays funny really well, and he does drama really well too. I saw almost all of um, the Welcome to Marwin movie. How was that? I didn't see it. I didn't see all of it, but I liked what I saw. Um, I think I was watching on the movie or on the plane, so I didn't have time to finish it. Me and Nate watched Beautiful Boy. Whoa, how was that? Uh, it's a soccer punch. Good, but intense? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the just... The story sounds yeah, awful. It's just sad. Right. And intense. Yeah. It, it's the story of Steve Carell's the father of a boy that's going through a, a addiction. Yeah, I think problems, the, right? I think the movie is based on both of their books. Right, right. Yeah. So it's both of their perspectives. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And, and it's just, it's uncomfortable shit. Timothy Chalamet kills that role. Til- Timothy Chalamet is like the hot new thing yeah. right now. And it's, I mean, right on the cusp of like him starting to go downhill. Like they're in the car and he's like, Dad, I just, can I borrow $200? I need $200 for something. And he's like, Yeah, just, I mean, can you tell me what it's for? Dad, just give me fucking $200. Jeez. And he's just like staring at him. And it's like the first time he's like ever like cussing at his dad. And it's like, <sighs> That's sad. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's really real. Super real. So I learned about that Marwin stuff though in uh, art history. Oh, nice. Yeah. Whole lesson on that guy. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing the trailer for that when I was in Seoul, Korea. He just it, it, he, he I like his ability to be all over the map. And he's hilarious. Right. He's very versatile. Yeah. There are we've said this. I've said this before about a couple people and there's not many people that i've watched that this has happened but i never see steve carell in the office ever yeah no i only see michael scott right and there's not that many people that have done that to me right especially that's especially true for me in the first couple seasons um when he's got the slicked back hair and he's really cheese dicky looking you know just looks awful that to me is especially where Steve Carell disappears. That's where Michael Scott is the like the visually the worst. The entire show for me, right? The, he never shows up. It's He's, always Michael. There are just things like that was one of the first times I realized like how well a character could be written in a show because there was like things would happen in real life. And people like my friends would be like, "Oh, that's such a Michael Scott thing to do." <laughs> yeah, you can compare it to right. Pay, compare real life to Michael Scott. Right. So let's. Uh, yeah, yeah. We could go on forever about this, but that's yeah. Steve. Steve Carell, my number five. You want next? I'll go next. Yes. I knew you wanted me to go next. Uh, my number five. So all of mine. My whole list is definitely living in the entertainment realm, for sure. Um, my number five is Justin Timberlake and he was the last one to make it on my list. And I have a really hard time not checking out anything he's doing. His music I've been on board with, especially since he went solo. That's where I signed up on him. Then I got, I was into NSYNC and stuff, but I was not a Justin Timberlake fan. But once he went solo and then he came out with this sophomore album, I was completely convinced that he was so talented. And then he started acting and then he started buddying up with Jimmy Fallon. When he hosted SNL, he was just hitting home run after home run. Bring it on in the omelet. Oh, God. Bring I showed, it on in the lick of it. Right. I showed those sketches to so many people. So many people, I was like, you have to see this. This is so funny. What is your favorite role acting-wise that Justin Timberlake has done? Um, I like his work the most in the comedy realm. I really like Out of Time. That's a good movie. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, his uh, role in Alpha Dog was okay, but I still liked it. It's a strange movie. Alpha Dog, yeah. Um, Wasn't he someone big in the Social Network? Yeah, he was uh, the guy who invented Napster. Sean something. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, 
But his stuff that he does with Jimmy Fallon and his stuff on SNL is some of my favorite stuff. I love the even this tiny stupid stuff. The way he his character on the Barry Gibb talk show is so funny. I was just gonna say. Yeah. Do you have anything to say, brother? No. No, I don't. It's so what? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Sean Parker. What do you got? Oh. That's what it was. Okay. I'm just I'm I'm going through his rules real quick just to what do you got? Um, I don't know, because the majority of these are like music video things. Yeah. So. I mean, he's just super, super talented. He's funny. He can sing. He can dance. I'm th- he I'm, can act. It, it might be out of time. I'm thinking there's another big ace in the hole there like yeah. that we're forgetting. Yeah, I don't know. But anytime, like whenever he's got a new single out or if he's working on a new album, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to it and checking it out if he's in a new movie i'll check it out if he's going to be hosting snl i'll check it out if i know he's doing a live performance somewhere i'm tuning in there is a big one that we're missing what uh it's a rom-com oh with mila kunis no strings attached friends with benefits friends with benefits that's a great movie yeah great movie and he's really funny in that have you seen bad teachers yes or bad teacher yep that's a good one too good in that yeah uh, he's runner. so funny in that when he freaking busts his load dry hub in her runner runner oh yeah with Ben Affleck he's in that inside Llewellyn Davis that's the know. one I you guys you said you haven't seen it but that's the one the Coen brothers did that, oh um, yeah 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 uh, it's a Netflix movie well there goes that what was that Derek's phone oh I thought it was a fucking drink I thought it was too at first <laughs> Yeah, he's he doesn't have a huge body of work, but it's substantial. Black Snake Moan. Yep. He has a pretty big body yeah. of work. Oh, a movie called Southland Tales. Have you guys seen ever that. seen that no. or heard of it? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's got Is it a with Vigo. What? Is it with Vigo Mortensen? I can't remember. The Rock's in it. I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel's in it. Good. It's good. Nice. I agree with you 100% on this one, though. I love Justin Timberlake. Right. And I know that there's a lot of people that aren't fans of him, but I just... I've Like I, who? Have you not heard of Spaceship Coop? Right. <laughs> there, are, there are some people that I know that are just are not on there, but it's one of those ones that I am, I am completely 100% on board with whatever he's doing because I feel like it's always going to be good. When I bought my... Uh, when I bought my, I bought my couple cars ago. I bought a, a four door Honda Civic from Nick Ryan, mm-hmm. and the, right when uh, Justin dropped that album, and I'm like, I'm the call- 2020 vision. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm calling it the Spaceship Coupe, and nice. he goes, dude, it's not a coupe. I go, it's not a fucking spaceship either. <laughs> I'm calling it a Spaceship Coupe. That's a good song. Yeah, so good. Yeah, Spaceship Poop. <sighs> Justin Timberlake. That's my number five. Justin Timberlake, chime in if you're listening. Yeah. And if you're having marital problems, chime in. I'll help you out. I feel bad for you, son. I definitely don't have 99 problems, but... Justin Timberlake, number five. Keep it a musical. My number five might be surprising, but it's Bonnie Vare. Oh. Inter- that is surprising. I, uh... My musical tastes have become very diverse the older I get, and... 
more lazy. I used to keep up with everybody that was following and right. oh, new album. I know it's coming out in three months. I don't do that really anymore. Yeah. And I enjoy it. It's nice to just put on a little shuffle and see what pops up. But Bonnie Vare is one of those bands that everything they've done, uh, I've loved. What was, they had a couple really popular. Skinny Love was the big one. Okay. Holocene is another one. You probably won't know by the name, but right. if you heard it. Uh, their new album is dope, though. One of the, I think I've cried twice at a concert. This Aww. was one of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. Sasquatch I went to. What was the other one? Uh, Jose Gonzalez. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. I cried at Earth, Wind, and Fire. It happens. It does. <laughs> I've cried at a few concerts. But Sasquatch on the Hill, it was when I was dating Amber still. And it was just like a magical. You guys make out? No, it was better. She was sitting behind me, and I was just fucking chilling, watching it, like scratching my back and stuff. Nice. Yeah. That does sound magical. I am it's not like, familiar with Bonnie Bear really at all. Ladies listening at home, guys like that simple shit too. We don't get enough back scratches. I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> get too tight. <sighs> Thanks for the warning. Hey, no problem. Gonna give you a little Holocene. All right. Nay, give him some Holocene. Just a little bit. It's a really cool video, too. Well, I think it's cool. It's about this, like, little boy in Norway-looking place. Mm -hmm. And he gets up and just, like, goes about his little boy day. Mm. He didn't want to put it on, dude. Probably still. Yeah, probably could. <laughs> you know this? Does this sound familiar? Uh-uh. No? No. It's a very like uh they're not they're not very rocky. They're more like easy rock. Easy listening? Good yeah. Oh. At home, you hear that? Yeah. It's wonderful. It sounds nice. I was just not familiar with it at all. Um, you should check them out if you yeah. don't know. I will. Maybe I'll do it on my drive home tomorrow. You, you, and our listeners, check them out. Yeah, and Bonnie Vare. But literally, if I hear they got a new album coming out, I don't have to hear a preview. I don't have to give it to me. Yeah, you're sold. Yep. Are they somebody that, um, if they were going to be coming? to perform live would you buy concert tickets no questions asked uh maybe depends how much they were because they're really famous now and i think they might be really expensive right. and i've seen them so there would be questions asked yeah but that's just because i'm a cheapskate now right and i don't <laughs> we go to concerts anymore yeah. so if it was like i think if any concert is above 50 bucks where the hell do you get off <laughs> i was literally just gonna say if it was 50 or below yeah right it would be a, every time they come i'd go see them right but they're probably like 150 bucks for the nosebleeds now right so it's like it's not worth it no for you know like Kids. 90 minutes maybe of music concerts i feel like are so short now Maybe it's because I grew up, and I'm sure you guys had similar maybe experiences, but 
I would go to concerts in high school by myself for like $10, $15. I only went to a couple concerts in high school because it wasn't easily accessible to yeah, us. So, right. So I don't know. I mean, it was like my parents paid for the first one. And then I think the next one I went to was a contest one ticket. So I don't really know what the prices were, but I can't imagine that they were that expensive. Once I got a car, like, so 15 and a half, where I could drive myself, if I wasn't doing something on Friday and no one wanted to do anything, I would just go to a concert. You and they were license like, at 15 and a half? Yeah. What? Driver's permit. You like your... But you have to have somebody with you. Yeah, for only a certain amount of months, right? Didn't I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, whenever I got my fucking driver's license where I could drive by myself, okay? 16 years old. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, there's a, there's a place in San Diego called Soma. And that's where I would go. I mean, I was seeing a lot of like, what? 10 bucks a pop. Like five to, the most I ever spent was probably like $35. That's amazing. And that's someone that I'm like, oh. Shelling out the big yeah. bucks. Yeah. yeah. But it's probably also the genre I listen to. Yeah. But like Screamo. Yeah. That type of rock. But I saw so many people that are now huge. Panic at the Disco. I probably paid ten bucks for them. That's awesome. Gym class heroes. That is cool. That is cool. So many. What happened to them? I don't know. I had their album like when they. Uh, what was their big single? Take a look at my yeah. girlfriend. That was and big... that cookie jar song. Yeah. And then I like paper. We cuts. have to take our oh yeah that was a little later um that was all in the same album i think um was it i think so because i had the album on my iphone so um they had a couple like non-singles i like i liked enjoyed that album and i never heard anything else from him right i think travi did like went on to do like his solo sort of thing too after oh maybe that's who did a cookie jar thing maybe travi mccoy yeah so i don't know i haven't really heard of them really in a long time Interesting. But that's awesome. That would be so fun to have that uh have that access as a teenager. Yeah. But I think it made me spoiled now. Right. Like, <laughs> Probably. Hundred fifty bucks. Get right. out of here. Right. Right. Where do you get off? Where yeah. do you get off? Yeah. Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. Number, number four, Derek, what's your number four? Comedy realm. Dave Chappelle. Oh, he's in my. I'm glad you have this because I have him in my honorables. Yeah, it's uh, he has earned his spot. It, I'll go blind if if he was. That's someone that's like, okay, uh, I'm gonna be at this venue in Portland next week. Tickets are a thousand dollars. Cool, sign me up. Jeez, a thousand bucks. Well, I'm gonna need to borrow it, but <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody out there that I would pay a thousand dollars for at my current income rate. <laughs> Maybe if I was making more money, maybe. But right now, there's nobody that I would spend a thousand dollars. You're right, but if it was front row with the backstage pass and a meet and greet for Jay Z slash Childish Gambino with special guest Justin Timberlake, are you okay? No. <laughs> now I want that. <laughs> she just did the Bill Cosby like, oh. <laughs> And in between, while they're setting up the next person's stage, Dave Chappelle comes out and does comedy. Well, now this is a whole new thing. Hold on. That's a fucking great idea. I just came up with that. 
Intellectual you, property trademark. <laughs> yeah, all you dudes that are putting on concerts, start hiring comedy acts how, for how in between that, and then in between the interludes, like J- Beyonce will come with a bunch of backup dancers and do Crazy in Love, and then like Gwen Stefani. Then uh, go away. You never see her uh, for the rest Holla of the night. Girl. Yeah. Oh. Janet comes out and does Rhythm Nation. Oh. Seriously though, I don't know about you guys, but that's the worst part of the concert. Is when they switch from like the opening acts to the next act, and there's that thirty minutes of everybody just chatting. Bathroom break, yeah, yeah, chatty Catherine's. Give Ugh. us some comedy in those thirty right. minutes. That would be awesome. What's going on, guys? How are you doing tonight? Or a dance number. Yeah. Or but, a dance number. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's money. Yeah, um, I wish he would do another show. His stand-up. So my favorite stand-up I've ever seen in my life was Eddie Murphy Delirious. Current, but that's before my time. Currently. Dave Chappelle is my favorite stand-up comedian. That's he slays me. The Chappelle his. show was genius. Oh, is, I want more of it. So, is there a more famous sketch than uh, the Rick James? I don't know. Maybe I need more cowbell. Right. Cheerleaders. Spark cheerleaders. I think that cowbell is definitely a good rival. As far as like singular right. sketches, when that came out, people Spartans were super popular too. When I need more cowboy came out, like people, my friends that like had never like heard of Blue Oyster Cult, <laughs> seen Saturday Night Live, were wearing shirts that said, "I got more a fever." Yeah, my only prescription. Is they still cowboy. make those shirts, right? Right, but uh, like that gimmicky, like. Right, you know, fucking era of Saturday Night Live. Right, that was and so everybody, everybody knew what what the Rick James sketch was. Yeah. They knew what Unity was. They knew what Five Fingers said to the face. You know, not only that, on the side of that too, was, and I think it's very underrated was the the Wayne Brady. Oh, that one. See those that one, the uh, the Rick James one to me, the top ones, Rick James, Wayne Brady. And then the Prince episode. Prince, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was. Game those blouses. are the, right. Everybody knows those that. are the top three Chappelle, I think, those episodes that everybody was on board. And right behind that is the fucking black white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many good. Yeah. There's so, so many good. The, oh, the the John Mayer. Yeah. John, play the fight music. Right. So good. Those. Anything with Ashy Larry that was such a <laughs> funny character for me. Ashy Larry from the Marcy Project. I love Project. when he plays the president talking about oh, going yeah. to Mars. It's Red so Rose. <laughs> so good. And right on cue, here comes a dumbass Ashy Larry. I got some more money. Where the dice at? Where the dice at? Where the dice at? <laughs> the wife comes over in her slippers and her like you know like house dress. Ashy, what the fuck you doing? Ashy. That better not be the money out my goddamn purse. <laughs> she is gonna fuck him up. Um. All those guys were good. I still think the best, like, because Dave Chappelle also played Rick James. You know, like, right. he, you know, his characters. But, like, the best, like, guest spot on that whole show, I think, was Wayne Brady. Yeah. The, That's pretty fucking good. After, after the, I do I, love, I mean, we all love Charlie ice, Murphy after, after that. After the ice broke, um, where, like, you know, Dave realized that Wayne was this hard-ass dude. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to get scared. And he's like, can you pull over to this ATM? And he gets some money. And he just stares at him. I'll get some money. <laughs> and that's when they pull up to the girls. Yeah. That was so great at the time, too. Because Wayne Brady was like... 
doing talk shows and the host of. He might as well have been on was, the View. He was doing whose line is it anyways? And right, like, but he very, was also doing something else, and then he had a talk show. Very straight edge image. Very straight edge. Black yeah. act, black actors. Dave, we got to stick together. Yeah. yeah. So that was such a funny shock to the system. There he is. Oh shit! It's Wayne Brady. Yeah, Riverside <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I wish um, I would like to see Dave Chappelle in more movie roles. Uh, um, I, you both of you have seen this movie, Star Is Born. I have not. Was he good in that? I liked it, he but was, it was a yeah. small role. But I like it was good though. Um, yeah. he was remember he was pinball in Con Air. Yeah, <laughs> I love young Dave Chappelle. Yeah, well, he had the same role in a bunch of like comedies like that. Motherfucker um, said ice cream. <laughs> a dork man. <laughs> Um, he was basically the same thing as Pinball and Blue Streak. Oh my God! Yeah, that's so good. I loved that movie growing up. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, right? Yeah, yeah. Puh, that's the guts right there. It's so good. Diamond in the police station, right? <laughs> yeah. Blue yeah. Street. Yes. Yep. Tractor beam. Yeah. Right in. Right in. Dave Chappelle, my number four. It's his his comedy. Just his whole bit of. Him being held hostage on a city bus by a bum jacking off on it. <laughs> He's like, I had to say something. I was sitting right next to the motherfucker. Hey, come on, dog. Bump my elbows. Dog, just stop. <laughs> Man, just stop, dog. It's not just the first shot, like yeah. Matrix. As soon as I said something, everyone wants to get strong. He's right. <laughs> we don't have to take care of it. Russian! <laughs> Sir, put your goddamn cock away. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to see it either. I could literally just riff on this all day. <laughs> yeah, there is no arguments for Dave Chappelle being on the list. Right. All right, number four. Oh, it's a biological attack. <laughs> That's semen. Yeah, we're talking about load. <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to let everybody know that if you could see Derek's face in real life when he says that, it's the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> Look at my face, then. <laughs> yeah. Nate, what's your number four? Not me, Brina. What's it's your four? My number four. Brina, what's your four? My number four is Leo. DiCaprio. Hey. Leonardo DiCaprio. Team. Same team. Yeah. For number That's four? My number four. Nice. Okay. High five. Nice. Both y'all have the floor. Ugh. <sighs> I love Leo. Leo. I don't know if there is a movie that I've seen with him that I didn't like. I didn't get on the Leo train until Titanic. I was kind of like... I just saw a meme like, like an hour ago about Titanic. <laughs> Titanic is I just a movie about an old woman talking about getting good dick on a <laughs> cruise. You're not wrong on a cruise. Oh, where's Kate Winslet? He's so great at what he does. I love that he's fighting for climate change. I love that Hold he's up. like a sleazy old bachelor, too. <laughs> Speaking of Leo memes, the one I found out other companies are giving their fucking uh, employees. <laughs> yeah, bonuses. Which one? It's, it's a, it, there's a meme out there that's going around that it's What's it the- says, when when you see other companies giving out Christmas bonuses and it's, it's Leonardo DiCaprio Gilbert Grape. from Gilbert Grape and he's leaned up against a tombstone and he's like got this like longing look in his eye and he's got food all over his fucking <laughs> face. 
<laughs> it's so funny and so bad. It's so it's true. Though. You're just looking in jealousy, like you're <laughs> you're the shit kid with food all over your face. face. Yeah. Been, it's, I pulled up to my company last Christmas or two Christmases ago, and it's like, for an extra treat on December 25th, come by the supervisor's office for a fruit and yogurt parfait. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get there, and they're like, we're all out. <laughs> I think there's something in the trash for you. <laughs> Was it good? I'll give you a discount for one. That's good till next I've week. I've had that Leo face on me a million times a day. It's so good. Uh, do you have a favorite Leo movie, Nate? I don't know. We d- we did what we had to do. I love yeah. Titanic is definitely up there. I loved his role in the Man in the Iron Mask. That was such a fucking good movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I love The Departed, but that his role is not like the star role in that movie. But I love him in it, anyways. The Revenant. Yeah, the Revenant's great. That's that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, but feel I like can't tell if it's I his f- role or the movie. In general. I feel like we're right. missing something. Uh, I mean, his new one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, yep. I I loved that too. I, oh I oh, oh no no no! I I changed my answer. I know what my answer is. One hundred percent. What? Django, oh me too. Django Unchained. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. That's a terrible role. Yeah, that was that was. I've read. I know. It, I've read that. That's his only role that he is despised, just because it was such an evil character. But he's so good as that. I was gonna say Inception. Oh yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, yeah. take it back, Wolf of Wall Street. That's a great one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Calvin Candy from uh, oh. Django. Shutter Island. Yep. Gatsby. Catch Me If You Aviator. Can was great. Oh, Catch Ooh. Me If You Can. Oh, yeah. that Frank Abagnale Jr. was great. Yeah. That movie's as good as Leo's in it. Tom Hanks is Gangs Leo. of New York. Uh, did you see, guys see Jay Edgar? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like Jay Dedger. (laughs) Blood Diamond. Gay Dedger. As much as I like Leo in that, uh, how do you say his name? Jimon? I'm not even going to try. Yeah. The other lead. Yeah. The dope black dude from Gladiator is he, I think he got Oscar nominated for that role. As he should. Yeah. That was, he was fantastic. He has a bunch of close but no cigars. Really? For? Yeah. 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 That same dude that's in a uh, uh uh Constantine. Uh do you I don't know if you guys ever watched it, but Growing Pains, he was in Growing Pains. For oh, a while. just FYI, speak because Constantine's up there with, with the Dark Knight and Beetlejuice for us. Yeah. Me and Nate drove on our way to the Blazer game the other day, drove by a new strip club that looked just like uh uh the uh, two frogs on a log. <laughs> yeah, it had no sign. It had no sign outside. Yeah. We didn't know it was a strip club until like days later. It was just like a dark brick building with with, with, with the staircase, staircase and red lights. Up. And nice. Yeah, red light coming from like <laughs> Derek. We drove by. And Derek goes. We were stuck on the bridge in traffic, and I just hit him in the shoulder. Like Nate, look. Rabbit on a log. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. That's so right, good. asshole. Chaz Kramer. <laughs> Um, God, just riffing about Leo's roles. He has so many good ones. Yeah, he's he's got a pretty great body of work, and that's why I, I, there's uh, there's pretty much nothing that I won't see that has him in it because he's got such a great um, reputation of of picking roles and signing up for awesome movies. Yeah, he doesn't do things that are going to be bad. Right, and I just love 
how much of a champion of human rights he is and the environment. Of the, yeah, of the earth. Environment, yeah. yeah. Human rights, I could care less. Uh, environment. He's big time. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, I don't, he, he's like, he's less hysterical about it, which there's no like wrong, you know, I'm not saying like if you're like, we're about to die if you don't change anything, that's not wrong. But he's like, listen, here's the numbers, here's the facts. We need to change this or we're going to die. Right. He's just, I just, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's uh, he a cool guy. Like, I didn't. I never saw. I saw like the first twenty minutes of Gatsby. Did you guys see it? Yeah, yeah. I, it's okay. I, I, yeah, everyone said that. The, yeah, that's a movie that I was really excited to see. That when uh, unanimously, when everyone's like, eh, "It's okay," I believe mm-hmm. like that. And two movies that I was very disappointed that I'd never seen. One was the Gatsby. When everyone was like, eh, "It's okay," and the other one, do you remember that movie called The Monuments Men? Oh, about the art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never saw it with that stellar cast. Right. John Goodman and George right. Clooney, Matt Damon. I don't Damon. think I ever watched that either. I was looking forward to that. Did everyone, that get, everyone was just like, oh, it's okay. Did that get released in the theaters? Yes, yeah, of course. Oh. I saw it. Oh. Was it? A, well, how was it, Nate? I only saw it once. I can't really remember. Gotcha. I mean, it's a great story. It wasn't bad. You know what movie I saw recently, uh, same era, that blew me away? Overlord. Oh yeah, you were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, that movie's awesome. World War Two, JJ Abrams. Oh, yeah. it's it's tough for me to uh, get into war movies. Polar opposite. I like mean, they have to be good for. I mean, I like, I enjoy watching them, but they're not ones that I'm like, oh, that you get excited about. They have to be really good um, because to me, they're all the same. Me, right. Me and Jacob nerd out, and that's. I mean, it's like World War Two, Nazis, and zombies. Oh shit! Sign us up. Jesus. <laughs> Uh yeah, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I would like to see him in a good funny role too. Like I would like to see something along the lines of Jordan Branford from Wolf of Wall Street, but maybe a little bit more. I could see him doing a role as like a jazz singer. I could see him on stage like like doing almost like a like a spoken word like I w- I feel like I could see him do like a um almost like a a cameo of some sort, just playing like some sort of dirty, you know, sleaze like ball. Like Grossman. Right. Yeah. Something like that where you're just like, uh, like even the, um, on the, the long shot with, um, who was the guy that played Parker that he's the guy, the villain from, um, the fucking Black Panther. No, the villain from Black Panther, Michael not, Jordan? not him. The other one. The white guy. Oh, uh, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Andy Circus in Longshot? Yeah. Was he the knockoff Trump? The sleazy guy. Yeah. Not the t- yeah. not the president, but the sleazy yeah. guy that kept trying to get her the whole. That's Andy Circus yeah. the whole time. Oh my god. Right. So that's what I mean. Like something like that. I feel like I could see Leonardo DiCaprio do, do having you know a little prosthetic where you're just like not really sure who that is, and then when somebody tells you, there's oh some- fuck yeah. I could I have him in my head doing this sleazy gross like smile that makes everyone laugh. Very similar to you remember in the late nineties when Jim Carrey dressed up as like that bum, the hippie bum. Oh, the hippie guy. Kill you to play a little fog hat in here. Right. And then he just like There's smiles. a lot of real good looking pussy in this yeah, room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see Leo doing that. Yeah. Kill you to play a little fog hat in here. Right. I want another like drama thriller mystery type where give me that because he's so good at those like inception yeah. and shutter island and all give, those give me the emotion from blood diamond 
the like what's going on from Shutter Island and and the action of inception. <laughs> give him a give him a buddy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but I also want him give me a little like fucking shit ass role like he's a gambling addict. Yeah. I'm trying to be great at that. Right. His his drunk talk is so good when he kind of gets that little like break in his voice. So good. That freaking in the Wolf of Wall Street when the lewds hit and he's crawling out to his car and he can't talk. He can't I can roll. Move. Oh, I can roll. Right. That's such a great scene. It's so, so good. He's so, yeah, he's so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. I love Leo. Yeah. Leo. 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 Number four. Yes. Times number two. four. What's your number three, Derek? Trey Songs. Yes. You dubbed this one. Woohoo. Yeah. Music realm. We've talked about it a couple times already. Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. Oh. Also on my... Your arms? Yeah. Okay. And I, uh, it's half music, half anything that he's going to act in. I'm completely sold on uh, Atlanta. That's uh, one of my two favorite shows. The other one being Barry. Uh, two favorite TV shows on um, TV right now. Um, yeah. And... Telemundo. He, his musical career so far and his young career has blown me away he is monster wildly talented uh he has two songs that are very similar both about summer feels like summer and like summertime or some shit Mm -hmm. like that and they're both just super feel good like 9 p.m the sun's just going down but the top's still down like in your car all the windows yeah it's warm air you just came up on a couple hundred bucks feeling good (laughs) oh my god you want me money? You just want a couple hundred bucks in the back alley playing some dice with Ashley Larry. Um, and then you can play Redbone, and that's just such a fun song to uh, sing to. And then you can go back two albums when he was still like Donald Glover and Bonfire. Uh, and that's the one. Yeah. Okay, it's childish. Can be in a homegirl drop it like the Nasdaq. Move, move white girls like it's coke up my ass crack. Move black girls, cause man, fuck it. I'll do either. I love pussy. I love bitches, man. I should be running PETA. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that was like that was him as a child, in comparison to what he is now. You know what I mean? Like Bonfire was dope. He is a man now. Yeah, Bonfire was dope, and now he's just Lando. Oh, so good. Ugh. Lando needs his own movie. Lando needs his own fucking movie. They right. do, if they're breaking out and doing these like origins, one-off, yeah, give us a Lando one with Childish. It would be so good in that gambling underworld of Star Wars, right? The sleazy underworld, and he like I'm is obviously three systems. He's a center part of it, right? Yeah. Um, he I, he was sold. I was sold on before he had his beard. You know what I mean? Right. In Community. Community was so good, and he was so funny. When he first came out in Community, who would have ever thought? No shit. This guy's going to drop Bonfire, and then he's going to come to the summertime, and then This Is America. Right. Right Atlanta. Right. So the thing about... Physically, the way he's grown into his man look, too. Love it. His facial hair and his just... When he grows his hair out a little bit and his facial hair, oh, God, he is a beautiful person. Um, beautiful. There is, there's a feeling I have that 
I think uh, at least I haven't talked with you guys about it, but it's I don't know if anyone else has the same feeling. There are music videos that have sound effects in it that make the song ten times better, and when I have the album version, it's not the same, and it's to the point where I won't listen to it anymore. One of them is This Is America. Oh. The gunshot. The gunshot. It's fucking everything. The gunshot and then the AK spray. Yeah. Yeah. It fits so perfectly into why and they not don't keep it put in? it. Yeah. 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 The other one is formation. Oh. I did not come to play with you hoes. Yeah. yeah. I love cornbreads and collard greens, bitch. I came to play a bitch. That whole interlude of that right. shit and it's a build up until she gets y'all hate us corny with that Illuminati mess. Yeah, just that they fit. Maybe it's because I've That's uh, how you're introduced. Yes. Yeah. But it's the gunshots. Right. They fit so perfectly. Right. It's so, it's because it's such a hard, like, we just came to party. Party. And then it's like, it's gunshot. Yeah. Mm, this is America. And and without those, it's kind it's a very weak transition. Well, and I think that the, the video was so visually, um, uh, I don't know the right word for it. It's not like stunning, but you know, it, it fit with the music. It was painting that picture that he's saying in the song that if you listen to it, you might not understand what the 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 social context is. Uh-huh. And if you see the video for the first time and you hear all those gunshots and you see all the violence and you see all that, and then you go back to a place where you're not hearing all that, you're like, wait a minute, where is no, no, no. This isn't right. Right. This ain't right. Right. Yeah. So, um, but he is a freaking, uh, triple threat. Big time. Have, have, did you guys watch his, his stand up special? Yeah. Weirdo. Wasn't that good? No. Wasn't that good? No. But it was entertaining because I liked it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And he went for it. And I'll, and if it was, if it was like, oh yeah, he's at the Keller Auditorium downtown in a couple of days, I'm like, fuck yeah, we're getting tickets for that. Right. We're just going to be in the mix. I'm oh, going to see a human see. being that I enjoy. Um, I want to see Childish in concert oh, so man. badly. Yeah, we, so, so we, yeah, we've actually yeah. never talked about that story before on the air. Yeah. But no, just fucking, if you listen to half of our podcast, you're living under a fucking <laughs> rock. I love you, Donald. Uh, yeah. So it's, I can't wait for what he, he almost was Spider-Man. Oh, you want to go see him in concert. I wanted to see him in concert before when you guys got tickets. That that would be an event where I think 10 of us would need to get tickets and we'd be pumped for it. Right. We were just like, that's, you know, you know. Yeah. What if we were the Broken Foot show? I don't know I if don't. I would cancel anything. I wouldn't need to cancel anything. What? Uh, Wait, I don't know. What are you saying? If we were the Broken Foot show or if we were attending? If our show that we were going to see was the Broken Foot show. Like again? He broke his foot at that show? Fuck it. Number (laughs) three. What are you trying to say? (laughs) Like he got hurt at the show we were at? Yes. Like what if we got to see him and we were the Broken Foot show? That would be horrible. I wouldn't want to see him hurt. There, oh my that, gosh, that, she gets the worst. That reminds me of the set. I saw Lupe Fiasco twice. Too hot next. <laughs> I saw Lupe Fiasco twice. He was amazing both times. The second time he had two openers that went first opener and then second opener. The second opener was B.O.B. Nice. And then there was someone who opened up for B.O.B. 
and nobody knew who that guy was, still don't know who he is. Um, he like was Hey, the guy probably won't get in. Yeah, he was in the middle of his first song and just dropped dead cold on the stage. What? M- motionless at the Roseland Theater. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, dude, he was in the middle of a song and just collapsed. And, like, people backstage came, like, shook him for a little bit, grabbed him, and pulled him off stage. Jesus. And people were like, what the fuck just happened? And he ran back on stage, smiling. All right, just making sure y'all watching. You're kidding. Swear to God, like that. And it was just like, did we just, what the fuck just happened? That freaked me the fuck out for a second. Yeah. I mean, it was for shock value what he did. It's awful. Right. We're just like, did did that really just happen? I'm just playing. Right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why do you look so stupid? I'm sorry. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And Childish Gambino was like, yeah, I think I'm going to open up a restaurant. And I'm I'm into making souffles right now. I'm like, fucking sign me up. Right. Sign me. There's nothing up. he touches that it's not good. Ugh. I just here. want him to do a couple more collaborations. I like everything he's doing, and his choices are obviously killing it. But like, give me one with Jay Z. Give me one with Bruno Mars. Ooh. Give me one with like a rock band. Yes. Which rock band? I don't know. But give me someone with it. Oh. Rock or like electronic, and give me some old bonfire flair, because I think they could make some beats that would go dope with his style. Did you guys watch his Amazon movie? No. His little short movie with uh, Rihanna. Uh. Uh-uh. That's really good. That's another. She's not on my list, but Rihanna. She should be. Yeah, that. I almost put her on my list too. <sighs> I'm buy. I'm. I'm buying everything she's selling. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. My number three, Donald Glover. Every, every, I love that entertainer. That's very nice. Yep. Donald. Donald. Dan. Donald. Donald Glover. Donald. Don Glover. Don Glover. Honey, hurry up from work. We got tickets to see Donald. Don Glover. Don Glover. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Thanks, Donaldo Glover. All right, number threes. Donaldo Glover, eh? Trey Songs. Your number three is Trey Songs. <laughs> no. My number three is Mike Myers. Hey. Very nice. Yes. He hasn't done anything in a while. But I'm pulling him up. Everything he does. I love it. I know that you have qualms about them if they ever made another Austin Powers. I heard they were making one in Austin Powers 4. I would love to see another Austin Powers. That is one sequel reboot franchise I would not care. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Was he good? Yeah, he had a small part, but he was good. He he was like the beginning manager. Right. A record label owner. Mike Myers has two upcoming projects. One is an untitled Mike Myers and Netflix project, and the other one is Austin Powers 4. Yes! Oh, I'm so excited for this. I love all of his movies. They're so funny. And even in the weird little small weird bits that he does in movies, those are good too. His little role in Inglorious Bastards, his little role in, in the globe. The Terminal with Margot Robbie. It's when he plays like a weird dark character, it's still good. 
when they had, what is it number two or number three in Austin Powers where uh, Britney Spears comes and dances and they I, do a little like slap back and forth? <laughs> I think it's number two. Yeah, it's number two because the third one is with when they open with the movie with Kevin Spacey and yeah. Danny DeVito and all that. You sure it's not both? I'm pretty sure. Because the second one, it's the Britney Spears, Steven Spielberg. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. Quincy Jones is in it, too. I can't remember. But they're just good. They're funny. All this shit's funny. So I married an axe murderer. The love guru. Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. So funny. The opening number when he sings 9 to 5 and he's on that fucking... Yeah. <laughs> he also sings more than words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> more than words. More than words. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to do more shit because that was... Like, his body of work is obviously... The bulk of it is in the past. Right. I would like him to do more stuff. But I know that he's very... Like, it seems like he's very... Um, like almost overly thoughtful about everything he does, like every single project. Yeah, he's like, he's almost like Joe Pesci now. Where he's gonna be in like a movie once every ten years. <laughs> fucking up my shit. Sorry, man. Show her the spray bottle. <laughs> but Joe Pesci just did another movie, so <laughs> the Irish man. Now Mike Myers is up. Joe Pesci is great. So good. I love it. Donald Lane. I just read, I was watching um, uh, the show on Netflix, the movies that made us. Have you guys watched any of those? No. They have Die Hard on there. You should watch it. No. Um, but they did Home Alone. And so they go through like kind of the process of how the movie was made. And they talked about Joe Pesci being on it and how all of his roles had been these violent gangster roles. And so he was having a hard time with the script of home alone so when he would read it to himself every like couple sentences he would throw in an f-bomb or shit or something just so he could like yeah (laughs) yeah 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 i thought that was so funny stop fucking brick right (laughs) i read something the other day your fucking parents live here (laughs) this guy had a story about how when he was really young he saw joe pishy like with his dad when they were out and about and he ran up to him and was like, Hey, Mr. Pesci, like, oh, I'm such a big fan. And all Joe Pesci said was, who's your favorite actor, kid? And he goes, uh, you are, of course. And he goes, that's the right answer. And handed him a hundred dollar bill <laughs> and just kept up. walking. Yeah. That's amazing. The same thing. I love that. I even love the freaking, um, the family guy cutaway when they got Joe Pesci in the bar. Pesci, here's a nickel, say Yugoslavia. And they pick him up and they go, this used to be a tough guy in the 90s. Yugoslavia. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. You talking to me? Him, Pacino, and De Niro, though. What a squad. Play those that type of gangster criminal so well right and if we're talking about anybody we're talking about subscribing those three doing stuff together like all three of them separately yeah i'm not sold on a like a hundred percent that i would go see everything they do but if you put them all together yeah i'm watching it (laughs) give me give me a movie where all three of them are stuck in a nursing home (laughs) 
but they're all like former like wise guys. Yeah, yeah, that would be good actually. That would be good. They got like one, like they're getting they're getting abused. They're getting let's say elder abuse. Yeah, and they, they have to like flip the script. Nobody believes them. Plotting like, to get out, Grandpa, you're going crazy again. Right, no, I'm not crazy. I swear to God, right. it's, a, it's a fucking like. Plot They're hoarding to, their pills. Or, yeah, something <laughs> like that. And then they have to pull off like some you know heist. Pesci shits in his diaper on purpose yeah. as a distraction. <laughs> Yugoslavia. <laughs> Who yeah. was your number three? <laughs> Mike <Pesci>. Myers. You <laughs> <laughs> almost had me there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Joe, Mike Myers. <laughs> I miss Mike Myers. Where is he? Um, Mike Pesci. Yeah. Isn't isn't he on the outs with Dana Carvey? Dana Carvey? Yeah. I don't know. Donna Cobble. Donna Cobble. <laughs> um, um, I have no idea. I think Dana says that he stole one of his bits. What? Yeah. Lane's World? Yikes. Right? What do you think? I'm a gulla bull or even a gulla calf? Sure. Right. I'm not believing that one. But I can't wait. I'm very excited that Austin Powers 4 is on the freaking on the burner. And whatever he's going to do with Netflix, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm I'm signing up for it. I am subscribed like and subscribe. Absolutely. Yeah. Fight me on Mike Myers. Nate. I'm adding things to my honorable mentions as we talk about <laughs> some of these people. How Pesci's going to be on his honorable hey. mention. You talking to me? Uh, my, number th- my number three is my guy Christian Bale. Oh. Yes. There's, uh, he's like a Leo for me. Except obviously three and not four. Uh, but anything that better yeah anything that Bale's in I'll check out if if I hear that Bale's in a movie before knowing what the movie is I'm I want to know what that movie is and what it's about you're interested 100% and if I'm interested in a movie and then I find out Christian Bale's in it it's like I'm gonna buy the DVD oh I'm not into Christian Bale as much as you guys are into Christian Bale that's and it's a stupid take, but you're welcome okay. to have it. Yeah, yeah. HBO is making a movie about me. It's can I call you? Yeah, can I call you? <laughs> That's so good Wait, though. Can I call you? And fucking I do. Sugar Ray looks. Uh, what's the movie about? Listen, I'm not saying that I'm not into Christian Bale. I'm just not subscribing to him, just like you guys are. But I do fucking love and appreciate me some Christian Bale. I know. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah. Uh, and it goes beyond the how much I like his movies as well. I respect him so much as an actor and the dedication he has to it. The guy has transformed a thousand times. There are people out there that are good actors and they're just naturally good actors and they're actors. That's what they want to do. That's what they're doing. I just blew my own mind thinking of uh, Dickie from The Fighter and Bruce Wayne and and The Machinist machinist. and then fucking uh, Crank Chaney. Right. Yeah. The mach- take the machinist, Dickie Ward, Chris or Bruce Wayne, and then Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Those was are he in American Hustle too? American yeah. Hustle? Yeah. Yeah. It was so good in that. Shouldn't too. have done that. I love that movie. You shouldn't have done that. J Law did great in that too. He's just he treats acting like it's a part of his. I, this uh, obviously it's a part of his life, but like it's it's natural. It's yeah. ingrained in not even beyond. I think not 
it is natural to him, but the impressive part is that he treats it like it's not natural. Like, in other words, he works so hard at being an actor in terms of his transformations, just like his method acting. Right. That he's, he's, in my opinion, one of the best that we are seeing in our time. He's so good. He nails every... There's there's rarely a role that I see Christian Bale play that I'm like, oh, he didn't do very good there. Right. All of them, I come out going, he nailed that. I think it's funny how everybody always forgets that he has a heavy accent. Yeah. From yeah. Wales or Scotland? Something like that, yeah. I think it's Wales. But... <laughs> Because he plays so many roles that have an American accent. So when he goes up to accept uh, his awards, <laughs> he comes out with his regular talk. Ford versus for Ferrari. Yeah. He has like a kind of a Australian, I think, or yeah. British. Or Ken Miles. Yeah. It's good, though. Yeah. Matt Damon's surprisingly good in that movie. I love Matt Damon. Yeah. He's good. Like, he's just getting slowly better and better and better. <sighs> Matt Damon is definitely on my honor roll mention. What is, here, what's Christian Bale coming out with lately? That's what I was going to look at. Christian Bale also, I feel like, helped revolutionize, revolutionize what a superhero movie could be. Uh, I would agree with that. With The Dark Knight. Yeah. Batman. And like how to portray Do you remember in the, the 90s like what, what superhero movies were with like, Batman, yeah, Batman, Robin, Joel yeah. Schumacher. And you know what? It's almost like zany, like right. I and I, I have love for those too. I, I really enjoyed those movies back in the day. I like the Michael Keaton Batman. I like the George Clooney Batman. I just like totally the Val Kilmore. Right, it's totally different. You're watching it for the novelty of it being a superhero movie, right? And Whereas, you didn't know that it could be what it is. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know it could be like a. Oh shit! Right, I'm into this. Not necessarily a fantasy world, but it, like, what if that real was real life? Yeah, he has nothing in production right now. Ugh. Doing nothing. Maybe it's all secret. I hope so. What's your favorite Christian Bale movie? Oh yikes! Uh, the Batman might be up there. Is yours, Derek, the uh, the magic movie? The Prestige. Yeah. Might be. Isn't that your favorite movie of all time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I think I think uh, him f- as uh, Robert Angier in The Prestige barely beats out Dick Eklund in The Fighter. That's what I was gonna say. The fright, the fighter might be close for me. Did you guys ever see the movie Out of the Furnace? No. Yes. You did. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um. Uh. Woody Harrelson plays a pretty gross villain in that movie. Oh, I love Woody. Yeah. Will I not like Woody after that? No. Favorite Christian Bale movie? What? Reign of Fire. Oh. With uh, Matthew. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I love that movie. I love Matthew. Have you seen this movie? No, but I know what it is. Matthew McConaughey and Christian Bale are dope as shit. In this. Matthew McConaughey's got a shaved head I was with just a gonna fat say, beard. shaved his head great movie did you see matthew mcconaughey's picture when he rolled out with that green turtleneck and that green jacket and those green tinted glasses just the other day uh uh-uh. <laughs> it's good all right all right right, all right. yeah christian bale dick Eklund might be my favorite role that he's ever done i love that movie he nails it the fighter <sighs> is so good 
American Psycho. He was terrifying. Yeah. Crank Ackland. Uh, for that role, he used, oh, we've talked about this, Tom Cruise's freak out and empty smile. Oh, God. Uh, for his role in American Psycho, Christian Bale states that he used Tom Cruise as an example of how to show someone that's incredibly ha- happy outwards but has nothing on the inside. Right. Dead in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the Matthew McConaughey photo of him in the green. I'd like him more if he had his long, blonde, like bleached, bleached burnout hair. hair. I'm loving this, though. Right? He looks like a grandma to me with his dark hair. I don't care. It's a good jacket. Christian Bale. Very nice. Not on board with the 100% subscribe, but I appreciate that. Hmm. Well, I thought it was Nate's number three. It is. Hmm. He Hmm. can have it. Hmm. It's not mine. Hmm. 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 Uh, That's our thing. (laughs) Oh, wow. Derek, what's your number two? My number two is one of my favorite directors. His name is Ryan Johnson. Who the hell is that? So Ryan Johnson directed my favorite sci-fi movie of all time. Um, he directed Looper. Oh. Ryan Johnson directed Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. He directed Knives Out. That new one? Uh-huh. Okay. And I always want to call him Rain. Yeah. And then he directed what is considered the best Breaking Bad episode. Oh. Yeah. The episode's called Ozymandias, and um, it's when all the shit finally... It's like three episodes from the finale, and it's where shit like flips. Um, um, so he is penned to start a new Star Wars trilogy, and he's going to direct it. Um, anything that he after Looper and Looper fucking blew me away. Um, I'll watch anything from him, and it's so far, so far so good. It's what is, this is a little on topic, but sidestep. What the hell did they do to what's his butt's face in that movie? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They they had to make it somewhat look like. Bruce Willis. Willis. It just looks so weird. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I it's think he's distracting. Hold, yeah, he's like holding it the whole time. It's distracting. Absolutely. CGI faces are not good. I don't like it. I don't like it. And that one, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm sure they did CGI it, but to me, it looked like he had like cotton balls in his mouth, and not like the cool Marlon Brando way. It was like up in his upper lip. I don't know. It was weird. He's good in that. He's good in that. I think the best acting role in that whole movie is from Paul Dano. Oh, yeah. he's That's a great role. Yeah. That was a cool movie. Yeah. The whole concept was cool shit. Right. That was super cool. And so this guy is signing up for three Star Wars? He, he is attached to uh, episode one of a new trilogy of Star Wars. So just one? So far. Interesting. But, yeah. I haven't seen Knives Out yet. I heard it's really good. So it looks good. What is it about this guy that makes you subscribe to him 100% no matter what? Just the, everything that he's done that you've seen? Yes. I mean, that's just his, his style is different. Looper yeah. was unlike anything I've ever seen. 
and um, and then I saw the movie he did before. He has a, he doesn't have a humongous work uh, body of art, right? Um, it's a it's a high school drama with Joseph Gordon Levitt called Brick. That's good too. Would you say that you could say like a style trend from him, or is all this stuff different? No, because it's not like. Good. I will add some for your argument of why you should like him more too. He he's a right. He wrote these things too, like written by Ryan Johnson. Knives Out, Star Wars Episode. What is that? Eight. The Last Jedi. Looper, written by him. Wow. Uh, he's set to direct the first of the trilogy, but he's written all three of them. Oh, okay. So I'd assume, unless he bombs, they're going to keep him on. I didn't know that, that. Yeah. That that's, I'm on his IMDb, yeah, and so it says written by for all writing credentials. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's so... Loop, I'm just going to talk about Looper for a little bit. It's it's episodic. There's there's, it's almost two different stories. The whole start of like time traveling hitman. It's so crazy. And the second half of the movie is Justin Gordon Levitt's relationship with um, Emily Blunt, and um, they're looking for this child crime boss the whole time called the Rainmaker. And then the scene where you find out who the Rainmaker is blows my mind. Because it's in slow motion the whole time. It's super cool. Super fucking cool. Um, yeah, no, there there isn't, uh, and I'm not even going to call it um, a gimmick because... He doesn't have a shtick. Yeah, but it's like Tarantino has a shtick. A style, yeah. But I wouldn't call it a because a gimmick's derogatory. Right. And his style of using... Uh, non-linear ways to tell a story, but he doesn't do that in all those movies. He did that in Pulp Fiction. He did it in a couple different movies, but like it was pretty linear in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right? right? Yeah. Um, but I'm. Ju- I mean, he just has a product that I'm sold on, and I just it's. What you've seen of him has been good. Has so been fantastic so far. So if you have a small up. body and you nail all of them, yeah, you're signed up. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we've seen Star Wars get fucked up before. Right. So it's fucked up. And I've seen people say they don't. Some people like episode eight. Some people don't. I like it. I I love Oscar Isaac. And I just. uh, Oscar Isaac is close (laughs) to making the list. One (laughs) quarter portion. Yeah. uh, Ryan Johnson's number two. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going back to the comedy world with my number two. Go back to the comedy world. I will. I'm taking it. Brina, what's your number two? Seth MacFarlane. Ooh, tits on a log. I love Seth MacFarlane. I like everything he's done. I think he's very smart and intelligent. I think his humor is very smart. Even though he throws in the grodiest jokes on the planet. So, um, he went to RISD, I think. Um, Which is... Rhode Island School of Design. Okay. It's like the Harvard for like Cause he creative. Was like, he was, yeah. yeah, he started working at like Hanna-Barbera back in the day. RISD so. is like exactly what I remember even for design. It was like the holy grail of like, oh, yeah. shit. Really? So animation shows are very expensive to make. Yeah. And it's a big production. And when he was trying to get Family Guy greenlit. I forget. Uh, I'm assuming that Fox was the producer he was talking to. I forget. I did. I wrote a really long paper on Seth MacFarlane in college, and uh, whoever he was talking to said, "All right, 
whatever. We have nothing to lose on this kid. We're going to flip you 50 grand, which was like basically a fucking quarter. Wow. They were like, here, take it. See what you can do with it. Yeah. And he uh, wrote and drew everything and hung all these slides up in his little apartment and made the first, like made the The pilot pilot of Family Guy. And they saw that and they say, okay, here's a million. Wow. Yeah. And then after uh, DVD sales. After they canceled. After they canceled Family Guy and DVD sales revived it. It was the best-selling DVD of that year, and yeah. it came out. It was released in like June or July. Yeah, and they said, "Okay, here's the deal: you're going to continue this for X amount of seasons. You're going to give us two more shows, and we're going to give you a check for one hundred million dollars." And we got American Dad and the Cleveland Show. I love Seth MacFarlane. The stuff yeah. he does is so funny. Yeah, um, yeah and, and I I love even the, I I'm a big fan of the Orville. Ted and Ted 2 is funny. Uh, a Million Ways to Die in the West. I, I good. love A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah. I fucking died in the theater watching that. Yeah, he's cool. Ted was hilarious. Ted um, is so funny. He was what? Uh, Roastmaster on two or three roasts? Yeah, so good. He was Charlie Sheen's Roastmaster. I remember that. So, so good. <laughs> and he can sing. When Tyson he can sing good. When Tyson punched out Steve-O. And Seth MacFarlane goes, oh, so that's what an asshole looks like when it gets fisted. <laughs> he's so funny. Uh, yeah, when he, just on his IG, when he's just like, here's what I've been working on on the piano, and just like, right. there's no comedy to it. It's just like. Right. No, he's super talented. Um, I love how musical he is. I think he, his humor is very smart, and it works so well in that medium of cartoon. When Patrice O'Neill came up in the roast, and he goes, Seth, what are you, just say you're gay, man. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Right. Uh, and so Jeff Ross, I love my guests. I just, you know, I don't know. His comedy is very legendary. And when I say legendary, it's like people talk about it but never seen it. Um, I obviously, the Cleveland show wasn't like the greatest thing on the planet. But I love American Dad. Fucking love American Dad. Roger is the, I mean, to me, is the best character, arguably, of the whole Seth MacFarlane universe. It's crazy to me that he basically took the same formula and made it work again. Right. And again. Right. Like, it's it's so funny. That's impressive. Right. My dream is to start a TV show. He started four successful ones. Right. It's so good. And so if he's doing anything, if there's anything that his name is attached to, I'm going. I'm down. I'm watching. I'm listening. I don't care. I'll listen to him croon all night. I'll listen. Yeah. A crooner. It's like a singer. Oh, didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Vocab word. There you go. Word of the day. Croon. Um, Like I think um, like Frank Sinatra would be like a crooner. I think we're deserved another Family Guy movie. We got one like 15 seasons ago. We did? Yeah, but they changed it into just a three-part episode. Now it, it was Star Wars? When, no. It was when Stewie like is watching TV and he sees like his grown-up self walking in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He goes yeah. and finds out. What do you, you look like you're about to tell me someone's dead. No, I was going to add into this. We need episode one, two, and three of Star Wars. Oh, we absolutely. Need, they would be so God damn funny. Yeah. I love the way they interpret the Star Wars. It's Imagine so like, good. 
who they'd pick for Jar Jar Binks <laughs> and like just all of it. Um, hang the fuck on. They're doing it. He's an executive producer of Cosmos right now. Not like surprised. The, like the oh, Carl, yeah. Like the I knew that. Sagan. I don't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Not surprised. Um, a croon is a soft, low voice or tone. Hum or sing in a soft, low voice, especially in a sentimental manner. She was crooning to the child. Vocab word. Yeah. There you go. So he's a crooner. Um, he He's an actor in one upcoming project. What? It's called Star Wars Detours. What? And he's uh, playing Emperor Palpatine. What? Something dark. Side. Now, I could be wrong with this. Does it say what it is? Because now that they got that Star Wars landed, Disneyland. Animated. Huh. Hmm. I wonder if it's a ride. Oh. Like he's doing the voice on the ride. Yeah. Uh, and the... Because it used to be called Star Tours. It says, a comedic look at some of our favorite characters' more mundane moments during the reign of the Empire. Oh, maybe oh. not then. That'll be good. That's right. like That's like the when he does the troopers walking around and having random conversations. Right, right. Oh, he's so funny. Everything he does is good. Hey, how is everything down there? Good. How about you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Seth MacFarlane, number two. American Dad is close to its 300th episode. Wow. wow. Before I do my number two, I have a, I have to ask Derek, what category is your number one in? He's a director. Okay. My number two is Daft Punk. Oh. oh. No. Uh, I feel like I was late in terms of Daft Punk's career to getting on board, mm-hmm. but I don't even care. I jumped on. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> uh, I got on board kind of right before their... Uh, What's it called? Random. It's Ram. Random. Do you remember when we packed up your car? Of you, me, Boston, Nikki, Ryan, and Lulu, and we drove up to Seattle to stay with my Nana to go see. Hell yeah! The Daft Punk laser show. We all got lit right before. Hell yeah! That was incredibly fun. Yeah. Random access memories. That's what it was. Yeah. That's the one that kind of everybody got on board with that one. But everything they've done, I just like their music. The they Tron got, yeah. soundtrack. They got good sounding music. They got good sounding music. They're one of the people that, no questions asked, they're coming, I'm going. Really? Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Um, I might pay $1,000 for them. Really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, wow. So, yeah. One More Time is such like an amazing song for me. They're one of the few bands that still have, whenever I put on that, that's soundtrack because it came out right as i was getting done in switzerland and started traveling around the uk the tron soundtrack no 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 the random access memories the ones with get lucky and all that right i listened to that on repeat over and over again because it was one of the only ones i downloaded and i didn't have internet everywhere i went and so now whenever i listen to it that's i'm like transported back there and so there is a i wouldn't call it a love song but it's kind of a love song for them um, it's called Digital Love, and I can't, it just, it, now that it reminds me of bad memories, so oh. I can't listen to it. But it's a really good song. Wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, 
that whole I think it's called Discovery. The one with one more time. I think so. That has that. Uh it's got a song called Voyager on it. Digital. Is that Love. the one with face to face? I don't know. That whole album is. Oh no, names. Yeah. Oh. If you played it for me, I could say yes or no. Right. Let me look up Daft Punk. Let's just let's let's have let's have this now be the time we realize they're about to go on tour or something. Oh, that'd be great. Well, not right now. I don't have a job <laughs> yet, and so we will make it work. I will pawn whatever I need to pawn. Oh yeah, no, things. we'd make it work, but it'd just be easier if I had money coming in. Uh, but Daft Punk, they are. If they came out with a new album, I'd get it. I'd listen to it. I'd Where it are they? Movie. French. Or yeah. Okay. And they wear the helmets. Nobody knows what they look like. Well, I think they do now. Yeah. I like their whole like image. If I was to be some type of artist, that's exactly what I would do. That's exactly. Robot I would not face. let anybody know. Right. Nobody. Right. I try and be my own manager. I try and do everything. Be the easiest way. Oh. I would hate being famous. Right. Anonymity is amazing. I'd love my work to be famous. Right. I would hate to be famous. Right, right, right. It'd be cool to do something where everybody knows what you've done, but nobody knows who you are or what you look like. Like a exactly. be a Banksy. Uh, no tickets. No he's tickets. On my, uh, he's on my honorable mentions. Oh. No tickets or they're not on tour? No uh, money, no ice cream. Not on tour. Okay. That's better than Burned no tickets because that means they're coming and... We already missed out. Yeah. I enjoy their music. And I enjoy just the whole feeling I get. They have a vibe to them. Yeah. When I listen to them, I'm filled with that vibe. Subscribed. Very nice. I have a few Daft Punk songs on my playlist. Don't have a big old catalog of them, but I'm into them. It's a good number, too. Yeah. Brandon, what's your number two? Nope. You're number one. You're number ones, dude. Oh, shit. What was your two? Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Shit on a log. Shit on a log, man. Shit and tits on a log. I was worried that we were going to have the same number one. I I put him as number two on mine. Mm -hmm. It was Daft Punk slash, and that's why I asked. You know where I'm going with this. Absolutely. Okay. My number one was Christopher Nolan. (laughs) I agree. He was my tag team number two. <laughs> Nate before goes, there's one I know that Derek's going to have that I want, or I'm going to have two. Um, yeah, we you guys talked about it earlier. My, my, I can narrow down my favorite movie, and it's called The Prestige, and it's directed by Christopher Nolan. I know. We're going over Leo and Christian Bale and naming all his movies. Yeah. Um, Inception, The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Interstellar. I love Interstellar. Come on, Murph, don't leave me oh. like this. When he's crying, uh, when he's laugh crying, yeah. watching the videos. Oh, oh man, that's Let me hold so you. pain. I have no, I don't have a daughter or kids, but that is so painful to watch when he's seeing him growing up for the first time. Um, what are we missing? Memento is a good one. Yeah, and then Tenet. Coming up with John David Washington. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Transcendence. People said they didn't like it. I enjoyed that movie. It was a weird one. Yeah. Um, and then I just love how he is similar to uh, Quentin Tarantino, and he uses a lot of the same actors. And it's just, I because I can never get enough of Michael Caine. Right. Yeah. Michael Caine is fucking great. It's cool that there's like little teams. 
I like when right. all the when the team gets totally. together. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't I feel like I don't see Cillian Murphy unless it's with uh Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> right. great. Yeah. Though. Oh, fucking Dunkirk. Sunshine. Yeah. Oh, sun the trailer for you know how I have a boner for trailers, a trailer for Sunshine's top five. The they, they, music in Sunshine do you, is Do you remember incredible. you guys remember when uh uh Requiem for a Dream uh they used that for it was uh Lord of the Rings trailer. Yeah. And they use that also for sunshine, and just the whole that that they use the whole they didn't spice it up. They use the whole song, and they started it with this. The whole trailer starts with the start of that song. You know where that's going if you've heard that before, and you just hear Cillian Murphy's voice say, "Our planet is dying," and then they start you know telling the story. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, fuck, you oh see it. it's great. When did it come out? Two thousand nine. Uh. Uh, been earlier. The gist of the story is the the sun is dying, so they're gonna try and jumpstart it. Um, they're, they're gonna they're, launch nukes they're, into they're, it. They're bringing a payload the size of Manhattan. Jeez. Um, with, to, with a spaceship. Two thousand seven. Okay. To the to the sun to right. go put it in the sun to jumpstart it. And, Jeez. Um, it's. I mean, the whole like they have like a, a robotic voice. They're like. What's wrong with the ship? Like something happened. Obviously, shit goes awry. Right. And um, they're talking on the ship, and it's like, um, you know, fucking, we have enough. We have enough oxygen to live. Like, no, incorrect. The the whatever is the equation is going to last three weeks for um, eleven people. And they're like, no, we have ten people on board. And he's like, she's like, no, incorrect. You have eleven. I'm like, name them. And she names all ten of them, and it's like, and then one mystery person, and they're all looking around, like this is an extra person on the ship. Yeah. And um, so the tra- the trailer's sexy. You know, we'll show it to you after we get up here. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, Sunshine huh. is fucking and Cillian Murphy's it. lead. It's a, it's a Christopher. No, Christopher. it's not. Cillian oh. Murphy's the lead. That's yeah. why. Oh, okay, gotcha. We went off on. I a got tangent. it now. Yeah, but um, Chris Evans is in it. Rose Byrne Ooh. is in it. Ooh. Mark Strong. Yeah, Mark Strong's in it. Um, I agree a thousand percent though with the Nolan. Uh, it's, I think there, there's a before and after with, uh, superhero movies with the MCU, but there was a before and after with the Dark Knight. It for the Batman world or? For, for for superhero movies. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The shit. That as great as the Marvel universe is and. Kevin Feige, his whole vision and the whole ten year, how everything was connected from the very beginning. Right. Impressive. <sighs> the Christopher Nolan Batman set the standard for me for superhero. The thing, the thing that breaks my heart is the whole the movie that started the MCU was what? Iron Man. Yes. Iron Man and the Dark Knight came out in the same year. They both came out in two thousand ten. Or two thousand eight. Dark Knight? Yeah. I think it was before 10. I think it was 2008. Begins was 5. Yeah, I think it was 2008. But they both came out the same year. It was 8. Yeah, they both came out the same year. So they should have just been... And, and we all know where DC is. Just been kind of like... Stalled. Very Garbage. stalled. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. For Aquaman's can, decent. Wonder yeah. Woman's decent. Yeah. I mean, w- when your whole franchise is hinging on Wonder Woman... Which yeah, it's not, I it's like not Wonder a, Woman. It's not a knock. I, but. Aquaman was all right. Yeah. The, the, the 
the Batman movies obviously are like miles ahead. We've discussed this so right. many times. So, right. DC needs to go that way, yeah. and they need to hire a Kevin Feige. Somebody to, to create a vision. Whatever they're doing, they're doing it wrong. They need to follow. And it's so simple. It's not like we ha- they have to reinvent the fucking wheel. Just do what Marvel's doing. I'm going to go the other way. Sign on Todd Phillips. Let him do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever he wants. Absolutely. He hit with the Dark Knight and did dark good. And yeah. you just hit it doing really dark good. Right. right. Have DC do dark shit. Keep right. going. Keep have going with MC, that. Have the MCU do the Disney that's shit. That's your winning. wheelhouse That's right working. There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, maybe it's in Marvel's wheelhouse, too. Marvel, give us a little palm tree girl. Ooh. <laughs> palm well, tree hold girl. On. Wait a minute. Don't give it to Marvel. Don't give it to Marvel. <laughs> Let me think about it. Uh um. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Nolan. It's. I can't wait for Tenant. I don't even know what it's about. Really. Right. Yeah. I cannot. So, wait. so there was after I saw The Prestige and after The Dark Knight and after I realized Christopher Nolan was something special. Um. This was me. Like when I would when I had my hotel job, I had like a certain amount of things I would do every single day. Three o one p.m. I'd check in and do like five minutes of work, and then I would check ESPN.com. Uh, check uh, Joe Blow, which is movie news, and then go like watch the. La- I was watching like a shot of love with Tila Tequila, so I'd go to MTV.com <laughs> and watch that shit. But like every single day, I was reading movie news and like what's new, what's hot, and shit like that. When um, Inception was coming out, I went cold turkey and stopped reading for about eight months, and I was like, I want to know nothing about it. All I know is it's uh, like a, a heist movie. That's it. I want to go into it completely blind. I was able to do it. And uh, it fucking blew me away. Inception's so good. Yeah, it's really good. That that ensemble cast of Tom Hardy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Leo, Ellen Page. Tom Hardy's close Michael me. Caine. He's so good. And the girl who plays... Um, uh, Mary Lard. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. Mary and Cotillard. Yeah. yeah. Mary Lard. <laughs> Who plays Leo's love interest. Like, yeah. That, she did an amazing job in that, too. I've... Fucking Mary Lard. I can't deal with you. Um, There's a movie that... Mary. I rarely see a movie like. where, like, you see someone's acting ability fucking murder everyone else's acting ability mm-hmm. and it trump everyone else's and it's, like, so visibly, like... Wow, and that, I've seen that once, and that was um, a role she had with Brad Pitt in what's the World War Two movie? The one where they where they're like spies. spies. Yes. I can't really? remember. I that don't think I movie? ever saw that. I saw it. it; was good. She her performance blew everyone's away. You didn't, you didn't think so? Not that I can remember. No, not noticeably. Oh man, um, they basically what figure out that both of them are spies. No, no, she's a spy. Oh yeah. Um, hold on, real quick. And he protects her. Yeah. He well, chooses her. No, y- y- he doesn't know. You you don't know the whole movie. What's true and what's not. Um, let me let me pull it up just so we're on the same actor. And then you find out they were both dreaming. Right. Inception. Yeah, which pisses me off. It was a dream inside of a dream. Can't wait to talk about my number one. It was called Allied. Yes. I saw it. Yeah. You don't know what's right or what's wrong the whole time. And then. I don't remember being like shaken by that performance by any means. Oh, I was 100%. And I've like, I'm not trying to like 
be a cock, but like I've like I went online and like write about the movie and like I've seen other people say the same thing. Oh, so you're just saying that my opinion is shit. No. Writing's on the wall. Wow. Nate, what's your number one? Can I do my number one first? I guess. Uh, my number one, Christopher <laughs> Nolan, Hollaback. Great number one. Thanks, bud. My number one, we're staying. Nate, what's your number one? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Rena, what's your number one? My number one, we're staying. My number one. <laughs> Both of you. Got you, got you. You're trapped. You're trapped. You're trapped. Where's the cat? Frank, you're a jerk. Your addiction has affected us in the following ways. You are annoying. <laughs> Can I go now? Brina, what's your one? Can I go? Brina, go. What's your number one? My number one, we're staying in the director world, and it's Quentin Tarantino. Quentin. Glad he made it. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have made mine, but he's close, and I think he deserves. Right. And that was the first one. He, he was number one because he was the very first person I thought of when we discussed this category there's not anything that he's done that i've been like uh, i'll wait i'll just wait till it comes out on dvd or i'll wait till it's streaming i want to see his movies in the theater i love his style i love the music he chooses i love the style that he creates i love the composition he shoots with all of it it's so good to me i love it there's nothing that he can't do that i won't see I love it, I love it, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. It's crazy how individual his style is. Right, and that's what I love about that. He's got a weird brain yeah, no and one, a really weird imagination. There's never been a movie. I mean, his style isn't as crazy as someone that I might put in, like, my, again, ulti- or, uh, almost made it, mm-hmm. is Wes Anderson. Yeah. Wes Anderson has a style that's all his own. You could, like... You could pick out. Yeah, you could pick it out. Twin Tarant Twin Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> style. Titty Tarantino style. You could probably pick it out, but it's not as drastically in terms of how it sh- like the look of it. Obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Yet it is so drastically individual. Right. Like you sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't always like there's not he has common threads, but he doesn't. If like, you took a screenshot, it's not blatantly obvious this is Quentin Tarantino. Right. But when you Wes watch I, the movie, it absolutely is. Right. And I feel like Wes Anderson, the composition is so obvious in so many shots that you could tell, like, this looks exactly like it's a Oh, Wes yeah. Anderson. You could take a still from a Wes Anderson movie, and I bet a decent amount of people that know movies would go, I bet that's Wes Anderson. Right. What is your favorite Quentin movie? Probably, I don't know. I love Kill Bill 1 so much. Me too. It's so good. Um, I really love Django Unchained, uh, especially because I loved Jamie Foxx and Christopher Christoph Waltz in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I like Inglorious Bastards better than Django. I can hands down say Inglorious Bastards is yeah. my favorite. Um, so those are probably my top three. Um, I really did enjoy um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my absolute favorite, but I really liked it. It was different, I feel like, than most of the other Tarantino movies. It, it it wasn't boring, but it was slow. It was slower than his movies. I feel like it was slower to get to the Tarantino action scenes. 
you know, right. the, it, spoiler alert, not really, but, you know, the big payoff didn't come until the end. Right. And normally we're getting that in the first, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, we're getting a few 20 those. minutes. I like that it was like how he's got his own little universe that it was something that happened, but what happened wasn't the outcome. Right. He told he, something that was based off of truth, but not true. Right. And he's done that a couple times. Yeah. It made it way better. Because so Hit- cool. Because in Inglorious Bastards, Hitler doesn't get to kill himself. He gets iced out by the, the bastards. Right. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love the the weird little, you know, shots that he takes. The music that he picks, everything is so dialed in, and I and I'm every time he comes out with something new, I'm excited to see what he's gonna do. Even though I know he has a specific style, I feel like he's gonna tweak it some way or adapt it in some way, or do it some weird, you know, different style. But you know, it's gonna be Tarantino style. Which is new project sounds really fucking dope. Star, Star Trek? Trek, yeah, yeah, it's on because a of that reason, right? Seeing and he said that it's going to be basically Pulp Fiction in space. <laughs> Scotty, beam me up. I can't fucking beam me up. We ain't found shit. <laughs> Samuel Jackson, Scotty. Oh, Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. Beam yourself up, motherfucker. <laughs> it looks like I'm on the ship. It's going to be so good. Uh, and then he's thinking about doing a horror film. Can can we just have? Oh my lord! Are you fucking kidding? No. So Tarantino the, and J- Jordan Peele team up. Oh god, I feel like that would be too much. <laughs> I want who, who is it? Bridget Fonda and uh, Jackie Brown. Yes. I want her on the like the the uh, the bridge of the ship. Like phones for you. And it's fucking <laughs> girl. Let me put my foot in your ass. So. Beep, 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 beep. Hello, it's for you. <laughs> Oh, that would be so good. Yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait. He was one of those uh, those artists, kind of like childish in the way that he's like, I'm kind of done making music. You know, didn't Tarantino say he was going to make only a certain amount of movies? There's the time. He said he was going to make 10. Right. 10th would be Star Trek. So right. So his horror movie, it's 11. Right. And that's if he decides to go and make both. Mm-hmm. But... Well, I heard he's going to keep making movies. He's just going to name himself Twin Quarantine. <laughs> Tarantined. Um, I f- how was that not? I feel like. But that bums me out if that's going to be we only have one left. There would be like just a dumb comedy where it's like, oh, uh, yeah, we both work at a strip club. What's your stripper named Titty Tarantino? Oh, my God. Twin Tarantino. Twatty Tarantino. <laughs> Gross. Great number one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to every movie he's Quentin, making. What is your favorite Quentin role that he has done personally that he's acted himself? Oh, I don't know. I think I can narrate. There's a few of them. He played that really gross, shitty accent, that Australian dude in Django. Yeah. He has one role. Yeah. He has one line, and it's two words. The first one is shut up. The other one's the N-word. Oh, jeez. I don't know of that many uh, acting roles that he's played. I'm um, I'm speaking in specifically a director capacity. Right. Um, he played uh, fucking George Clooney's brother in From Dessel Dawn. Nice. Richie Gecko. Yeah. Um, that's probably my favorite that he's been in. Um, yeah, but he's not in a lot. 
No, no. But yeah, serve me up some Quentin. I'll go. Serve me up some San Quentin. Yeah, yeah, Number one, Nate, what's your number one? Number ones, we're all subscribed to directors. Ooh. Ooh, who's your number? Yeah, what do you got? Chris Nolan. Mine is technically two, and that's the Coen Brothers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Now, I will say, they aren't, well, I I can't see the MDB of them together. Right. So, it's a little tough. Joel Coen and Ethan Coen? Yep. Yeah. I am so smart. But pretty much everything they've done, I mean, separately they've done good good stuff, but the ones that they've done together, Fargo, Big Lebowski, Oh Brother, Where Out Thou. So good. Inside Llewellyn Davis, No Country for Old Men, Burn After Reading. I love Burn After Reading. Their comedy they, hits me. It's so good. It's so perfect. And talk about having teams. Right. They have teams. They got John Goodman. They, they got, got Steve uh, Buscemi. Steve Buscemi for sure. They got, uh, uh, I guess. Um, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. True Grit. Um, what's her butt? Margie. She's Frances not. McDormand. Yeah, Frances McDormand. She, is that the only She's one? She's in a couple. Is she in a couple? Burn After Reading. Oh, nice. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I freaking love her. But they just, I don't know how to say this, because I know I've, some of these on the individuals, if you look at like Ethan and Joel, some of them, I know the movies, I've seen them, they don't hit as great for mm-hmm. me. But they're someone that if they're coming out with a movie, I'm interested. Right. I'm ready to see it. Let's go. I hope it's something good. Like right. when the Ballad of Buster Scruggs came out, I had no idea what that was going to be about. Same. All I had, all we had, was like a brief preview of the. If anybody's ever seen it, it's like a book of short stories. Right. So it's not one long movie that all has the same plot line and the same themes. They're all different. And all we had for the preview was like the little bit of the first one, so we knew it was a western, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing it's just, else. But yeah, as soon as that was released, I been binge watched that in a day. Yeah. I was ready for it. <laughs> Inside Llewellyn Davis is one that. I don't think a lot of people have seen, but it's so good. That's one with Oscar Isaac in it. It's got a lot of people. Obviously, they always have people that are just stacked. But the humor and also just the movies themselves and right. the like different uh, dilemmas all the characters get in. Right. And the dialogue between the characters, the back and forth, everything is just fantastic that i think is that point right there i think is what i love so much about the coen brothers is the dialogue between the characters it creates such a weird but realistic comedy that you're just like what like you can't help but laugh at it you know everything that's with that's going on with the dude and the lebowski you're just like what the fuck and you're like where's my car where it was parked in a handicap zone perhaps it was towed or let me make you some eggs, Margie. Like all those weird little tiny things. You don't know, Walter. Right. You, you've said this before about other people. They're in the same vein. They they pay so much attention to the detail, right? Of how things are delivered, how this is said, the words that are said. Yep. Like I think of. Obviously, it's not a comedy, but No Country for Old Men. The way that movie moves along so slowly and methodically, like the dude. Right. Killer. Right. Uh, Anton. The sound design in that of how there's such long areas with no music and it's just wind or. It's great. 
they're so good. They're so good. And I know we've talked about this before, but I love the weird, unique, creative minds that people are able to like have these jobs and tell a story in these ways and that people are also jumping on board with them. They all, you know, like people like them enough that they're able to make these movies. Right. You know, and obviously lucky for us (laughs) because we love them all. I love them. Anything they come out with, like Joel, I'm going over to to Ethan here to see if he's the same. But Joel's next director credit. Isn't Joel the one that's married to Frances McDormand? One of them, I think, is married to her. So they do a lot. They did a lot of movies together. Holy balls. Joel Cohen, it's not a Cohen Brothers, but Joe Cohen is directing Macbeth. Oh. Yeah. It's my favorite Shakespeare play. Interesting. I don't have a favorite Shakespeare play, but that's cool. Bill? Right. Bill Shakespeare? Bill signed this? (laughs) But if this turns into a Coen Brothers Macbeth, that'd be fantastic. Coen Brothers, number one. Big Lebowski, number one. Yeah. They're great. I love them. I'm I'm on board 100% with this. 100. Yeah. All three of ours is directors. That's yeah. cool. Quentin yeah. Tarantino, Christopher Nolan, you Joel Cohen, Ethan Cohen, Cohen Brothers. You play uh, Desert Island directors, these three would be mine. Yeah. Probably mm, mine too. At least Quentin. Wow. Don't. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Joel Cohen is who she's married to. More like Ho Cohen. Yeah. Yeah, Joel. Yes. I think Joel's the one that works more on his own. I was looking at both of them, and Ethan seems to have a lot of directing movies that Joel also had. Collabs. Joel had some that only he was in. Yeah. Very cool. But it's team. They got to be the team. Right. The Coen Brothers film. Right. What about, um, so let's move into some. Oh, I have so many. So So you always have so many honorable mentions. Talk them out. Okay. Where do they start? Because you, you hit a couple of Banksy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an artist. But whenever Banksy does something, You're I know it's it. going to be f- um, fantastic. Yes, flame. The idea. The, yeah. Flame. <laughs> uh, HBO. Oh, yeah. Good call. HBO, I, any I, show. I almost put Netflix on here just because how well they've done. Netflix. Netflix. What didn't make it because of how much they do and how much I've I've watched of their original stuff that I'm like this is awful. Right, they're more quantity versus quality. Which I think. hey, good for them, right. giving people a chance. Mm-hmm. Right. HBO though, any show yeah, like again, Miss Fletcher. I watched that just because it was a show, a new show that HBO came out with. Right. They do great shit. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. <sighs> More in his, like, he's later years. He grew into this. Right. Wes Anderson, again, just because I wouldn't say I'm a Wes Anderson like fan, but I'm not, you know, crazy about him, but I end up seeing everything he makes. That, yeah. That is one of the, I'm never someone who, like, when I moved to Portland and, like, people were quick to be like, oh, I don't, 
you listen to mainstream rap, it's too pretentious or like something like that. This is too this or this is too that. And they like want to like find something wrong. I'm like, you guys are assholes. Wes Anderson's one of the only guys I can think of that's like, uh, it's too much Wes Anderson for me. Really? Yeah. You don't like his style? I just, I, I can't get yeah. into it. Like the, everything's whimsical. Everything is like. Right. I just, See, it doesn't hit for me. And it's one of those things for me. It's not, uh, that's kind of. I'm not into that style to where it's like, oh, God, I love these types of movies. I want to go see it. It's so impressive to me that someone can take, can basically create a style that they're set. They're doing the same thing as everybody else, but they're separate from everybody else. Yeah. Right. Blows me away. Um, Two more. Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's pretty That's close a good to one. Yeah. Comedies. Yeah. If he's done, like this Good Boys. Right. I didn't really like that movie. Yeah. But I but watched it because Seth Rogen yeah. was, it's funny, but it's, what do you think? It's of long, not bad. What do you think of Long Shot? I loved yeah. Long Shot. It, that's such a good. Like, I, you go, Seth. <laughs> I loved Long Shot, and Long Shot definitely. So Seth Rogen did this sh- uh, photo shoot for GQ this year that it was like, oh damn, Seth Rogen got kind of hot. Seth Rogen, I think, has found himself right a hundred percent. And in this movie, same thing. Like he's got this sexiness, confident. You know, he's he, whatever his look is. In this movie, I love it. I like his whole attitude. He's not like the slacker, stoner, right. bumbling friend anymore. No. He's yeah. like, hey, I'm kind of funky, weird, but right. But I know what I'm I doing. I rock it. Yeah, right. I'm smart. I know what. Right. To do. Yeah, I love that. That's a that's a really good choice, Seth Rogen. Especially if you uh, if you add uh, interesting. I'm looking at these G- this GQ show. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. Seth Rogen. He looks like he would be in uh, Fear and Loathing in that. Oh. Uh, Seth Rogen. If you add in uh, James Franco, yeah, that's like just a, a bonus. To Sold for you. I, see, I feel like uh, Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill keep trying to one up each other for being just cooler than shit. Like they're both like taking good steps in their career. Jonah Hill is, yeah, I like the direction he's going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last one for me was Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah. I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna add one, and it's on the same vein. Joel Edgerton. Yeah. yeah. Who which one's Joel Edgerton? From Warrior. Um also from American Hustle. Who which He's the guy that uh like the senator that gets put in jail at the end. Have you seen that The King on Netflix? Nope. Oh, he's in that too. Oh, I'll just look him up. If you haven't seen Warrior, you should see Warrior. You Warrior's see a dope Warrior. movie. Warrior's fucking amazing. Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. Oh. Red Sparrow. Oh, got him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. Everything. He's, he's in The Gatsby. Black Mass. Yeah, I like him. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got any? Uh... I didn't really have a whole lot of uh, of honorable mentions. Rihanna, I would say, is pretty much on there, though. She's up there. I mean, I like everything she's doing. I'll, I'm subscribing to all, her makeup line's great. Her lingerie line is great. Her music is awesome. Like her little roles she's done in movies, I'm here for it. Um, Kristen Wiig definitely is up there. Not like a hardcore, like I'm going to watch every single thing, but I know that I, I could be pretty positive that yeah. I'm going to enjoy most of what she does. 
And I like her in a dramatic role and in a comedic role. I'm more on the Rihanna train than I am the Kristen Wiig train. Right. If, if I hear a feature and Rihanna's on it, sign me up. Right. I love it. Those are the only two honorable mentions you have. You know, I'm really surprised who didn't make your list. Who? Larry Weir. Oh, you got me there. He was on mine. <sighs> I wanted to keep him to myself, it. though. Yeah, he was uh-huh. on mine, too. I'm signing up for everything Larry Weir's doing. I hope you're listening, Larry. I do, too. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank hey. you for listening. Hey, welcome to 2020. Remember, share, share with a friend. Sharing is caring. Have a good night. See y'all. And, uh... On this break, maybe we'll have something special come out. I don't know. That's it. I don't know. Top that.